Coming to you from the M&M Exterior Studio in Nooksville, Virginia, this is Flushing It Out with Samantha Spittle, the introvert's extrovert. She talks to people so you don't have to. For now. Welcome back to Flushing It Out with Samantha Spittle, the introvert's extrovert. I am here with Carolee Carrington. Yes. Welcome. Hello. How are you today? I am. I'm great. Yeah. You know, I'm blessed and highly favored. That's what I can really say right now. That's awesome. Well, um, she is a children's author. Yes. And all around amazing woman. So why don't you tell us a little bit who you are? Well, I am a children's author, but, you know, I'm a mom of two, two rambunctious, energetic, <laughs> like say all the nice and pretty words I know. to say, oh, they are a hot mess. Yeah. <laughs> they're a handful. Yeah. They're adorable, but they're yes. a handful, right? That's everyone's kids, yes. right? Uh-huh. And yeah, so um, I'm a mom of two. My eldest is seven, and he will tell you, and <laughs> because I have told him, you know, he's the one that started all this. Mm-hmm. Um, I got my inspiration to write my first book from him. Everyone just like me, which, you know, he came and asked. This was in kindergarten. Mommy, why can't everyone just be the same? Mm. Because he was having, um, he had a friend, you know, tell him that he should be playing with friends that were closer to his skin color. Mm. And he, that didn't sit well with him. And of course, that didn't sit well with us either. Yeah. Because we, of course, we hadn't even gotten on the topic of, race yeah but yeah so we'll get into that a little bit more I'm like okay you want to know about me right yeah well, yeah so um you know mom of two uh i am a digital marketing manager and you know i've been in marketing for some time now and thankfully i got the opportunity to be able to write this book um i was actually I was not working when I started. You started it. And you I also wrote, didn't wrote. have like a dream to be a children's author. No. Because as you just said, your your son is kind of what got you exactly. thinking. Yeah. I, I had been writing for some time. I've written and published poetry. I've done a few skits and plays. I actually wrote a full blown out play and actually did it in New York um, some years ago. What Uh, was that play about? It was it was an adaptation of the Christmas Carol. It was a church's Christmas Carol. Oh, I would like to read that. Script. Yeah, I love creative, like mm-hmm. re envisioning exactly of things. You know, it, it was instead of having, um, well, we had the pastor's wife mm-hmm. be the Scrooge. Oh, oh, <laughs> that got a little, you know, it, <laughs> controversial. It, yeah, a little controversial. We, you know, but it was a comedy. Yeah, and even when I wrote that, I didn't know that I could write a comedy. <laughs> Oh, well, you know what? If it's based off of real life, then life itself is a comedy. Well, it wasn't even really based off of real life because every pastor's wife that I've had Mm -hmm. has been like these calm, not diva, diva-ish pastors pastor's wives i'm like i've I've known a few but (laughs) thankfully i haven't had to you you just you know you've known the divas you just turned her into that character that's all yeah 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 
Yeah, so um, it was it was a very funny play, and um, I don't know. Hopefully, I'll be able to do it again. That would be great. A lot of people want me to redo that here in Virginia. So, yeah. um, so you definitely have had that creative energy flowing through yes. you, even with marketing. I mean, that's uh-huh. a lot of creativity. So, yeah. you've always sound like you've had that part yeah. of your life. I always say, you know, if I'm not doing something creative, I would die. The magazine article that came out about me in um, Gainesville Lifestyle, it mm-hmm. says, you know, meet the Gainesville, um, Gainesville's accidental author. Yeah. And that that's what I call myself because it just really came out of that just one instance. And then it kind of took off, you know, it, yeah. it, and it's when you find your passion, it's like, you're thinking about that and things just it builds things is, right yeah, like it's it just builds. been building and doors have been opening and just really seeing what has transpired after this so you know with everyone just like me i started doing some author visits to schools mm-hmm. <clears throat> and i started i was having friends tell me and even other you know teachers in the area tell me oh yeah there's so many authors that are in um, this area. And I was like, really? I've never heard of them. (laughs) (laughs) So my mom was a literacy coach for years in New York City, and she just retired about two years ago. But I was talking to her, and then I I started thinking. I was like, okay, I don't know all the – I don't know these authors. You know, my kids are in school. I would like them to know about these um, children's authors that are in their neighborhood. Yeah, local people. Yeah, and I was – you know, I would be in Target or at the gym at Lifetime, (laughs) and I started getting spotted by some of these children (laughs) – she was at my school. I, I went to their school. Her. Yeah. Like I was walking to go get my kids one day um at lifetime and this little girl she was just like mommy mommy and, like she was there tapping her mother. I was like she was like that's the author. That's the author. And I'm like hold up. What is going on here? And I was like hi. Like accidental you know? author, accidental celebrity. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm like wow. Okay, so this is what this is like. Okay. Mm. So, you know, I said, I want to be able, I want my children to be able to go like that to me and other children about the other authors that I'm being told Mm -hmm. that are in this area. So that's where the YouTube channel Mm. that I just started, the Read with Carolee show, that's where that came from. I I knew that I wanted to do something kind of like Reading Rainbow Mm -hmm. because I'm like, I was researching and... I heard that Reading Rainbow was going going to be um, coming back. Okay. Like they were possibly going to reboot Reading Rainbow. I don't know what happened, but I know that they're doing Reading Rainbow reruns. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, why wouldn't they, you know, bring on something new? new. Mm-hmm. You know, because all those authors that were on Reading Rainbow, yeah, my kids are still reading them. You know, and yes, they're classic books, but that's it. They're classic. Yeah. You know, yeah, there are some that they will always, you will always be able to turn to Dr. Seuss Mm -hmm. and everything. But if you have other authors available, why not have them exposed? Mm -hmm. And 
a lot of authors now are going the the self-publishing route. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did because sometimes, you know, you get your book out there, you write your book and you send it to a publisher and it'll sit on the shelf. Yeah. And just like J.K. Rowling, she said that it took seven years for Harry, for the first Harry Potter book to come out. Yeah. I wasn't going to wait seven <laughs> years for this. Especially because of the message that yeah. I wanted to put forth. That's that's great. Why don't we go back like <clears throat> to that moment? Because now you're on this huge journey that you did <laughs> no. not see coming. And, exactly. And it all goes back to when your son started at school yes. and just came home In one kindergarten. day. kindergarten. Yeah. So, you know, um, he came home and he said to me, you know, why, why can't everyone be the same? And I was like, what are you talking about? You know, she said, you know, why can't we just all be the same? Because uh, my friend told me that I should be playing with um, that people that look like me instead of, you know, my other friends. And um, like I said, we hadn't gotten on the topic of mm-hmm. race with him. He was, he was five years old. Yeah. I wasn't thinking that, oh, okay, well, I need to tell my child about race. Yeah. Like, uh, my mother never had to sit me down <laughs> and talk to me about, you know, race. And, like, my family is mixed. And, mm-hmm. like, my mother is very light-skinned because her family is mixed. And so I said to my son, I was like, because, you know, he called them peach and brown. <laughs> yes. So he took out the the colors in the crayon. Yep. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> you know? And I said, so what color um, would you draw grandma with? And he's like, peach. So I said, okay, well, that's my mother. <laughs> so, and, you know, I'm her daughter. So you see that we can all be, um, we can be different mm-hmm. and we can all be family still. Mm-hmm. And we can all be friends. We can all play with each other, we don't have to be the same. So I wanted to kind of um get something to show him that, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to delve into race because yeah, <laughs> I don't need to scar my five-year-old anymore. <laughs> so um I said, you know what? The idea came of using glasses. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in the story, everyone just like me, the lead character, Joshua, he thinks that... um People are going to make fun of him and his friends won't want to play with him because he has glasses. to get glasses. Yeah. And he wishes on a star Aww. and um, and he wishes that everyone was the same. And he goes to school the next day, sees that everyone's the same, but everyone looks the same. Everyone wants the same things. Mm. Everyone wants to play with the same things. Everyone wants to have the same seeds. So it's just like all of that confusion. And he's just like, okay, well, what if I had a friend that wasn't the same? And the next day, you know, he has that friend that isn't the same, but then everybody is still thinking like him. Mm. So they all gravitate to that friend and that friend becomes kind of the trigger to say, okay, all right, well, you don't want everybody to be, you know, yanking on you because they mm-hmm. all are thinking the same thing. Like, it's what what makes this world go round is yeah. that 
we all have different skin colors, yeah. different hair, different personality, you know, personalities. Yeah. Some work glasses, yeah. some don't, you know, and. It's the things that make us different. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what makes the world go round. Yeah. And that's what even I went to uh, an author's visit at a school and, you know, they said, well, one of the little boys raised up his hand. And I, I didn't write this as a religious book, but he said, oh. you know, yeah, God made us different so that we would be able to create a, a better world. And I said, yep. That's exactly way to read between the lines. <laughs> I wanted to have a amen, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. I was just like, okay, this is a public school. I don't want them to kick me out. Yeah, um, yeah. So you know, it's it's that where um, we have to learn to embrace our differences, and mm-hmm. that has become my platform from this book as well. Embrace you know? differences. Yes, embracing differences, and that is what builds a stronger community because mm-hmm. we're all different even if we have the same sk- skin color yeah we're still all different yeah. and we need to um realize that embrace that mm-hmm. and yeah so from this one idea from this one book one conversation of your, one conversation of your son yes. came the book came bup, 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 oh. yeah and uh even from that came a song <laughs> Actually, you know what? Connor requested that he was like, she should sing the song while she's here because we periodically sing it because Uh we went to your book signing. Yes. And um, and then we've watched some of your shows. Yes. And so I think we were just driving in the car and started singing it. And Connor said, Uh you know, he was the one who originally said, you should have her on. Yes. And now he's like, I can. (laughs) And he said, she should sing her song. And now I sing it in my head. So you want me to sing the song? <laughs> you can sing it. I'll join you. We'll okay. See. You're no. different. Well, it's, <laughs> yeah. I'm special. I can't remember. Yeah, you yeah. re teach me. I'm special. You're special. We're different, you and me, because everyone's unique. I'm special. You're special. We're different, you and me, because everyone's unique. Doesn't matter what clothes you wear or the way you style your hair. Doesn't matter about your family, because your difference is unique. I'm special. You're special. We're different, you and me, because everyone's unique. I'm special. You're special. We're different, you and me, because everyone's unique. It doesn't matter if you are a twin. Your difference is within. Doesn't matter if you're a boy or a girl. There's no one like you in the world. Stop right there. Oh, my gosh. That is so much more than I knew. Yeah. Yay. Well, you know what? Since that... I actually wrote the chorus Love it. for the reading at Jirani Coffee mm-hmm. House. And since then, I've added two more verses. That is <laughs> so, awesome. You know, it was just like, okay, I kept on singing the song. And I was yeah. like, it needs more. But I, it's like, I would sing it. And then one co- one verse came. Mm-hmm. And then maybe a couple of weeks later, another verse came. That's and that's awesome. like, awesome. I, I think I'm a songwriter now. You're a songwriter. <laughs> Writer. Yeah. Songwriter. Yeah. You are growing. Yeah. So, That's you know, awesome. there's so many opportunities that have come from that one conversation. Yes. So crazy how yeah. one thing can change. Now, you have a second book, Pretty <laughs> yes. Hair, that just 
yes. came out. Yes. This is actually still on pre-order and it will be out everywhere in December on I believe December 7th. All right. And well, the the good thing with the pre-order and what I have said, you know, so that this pre-order is very special because this is the um I'm only personalizing mm. pre-orders. And well, also books that get ordered from schools mm-hmm. from specifically from me, you could only get um the personalization and also, if you get your books from me, they will be the only ones that have the read with Carol Lee sign on it. So this is pretty special because my son actually puts everyone Aww. on. He says that he wants to be, he wants to make sure that he is a part of everything that we're doing. And even though he inspired the book, he wants to be basically a part of the company, a part of the organization. Aww. So he wants to do his part. So that is his part, you know, to put basically the seal of approval. Yeah. <laughs> the Carolee, the read with Carolee yeah, seal that's awesome. on, um, on every book that comes from me. So that's great. If you see anybody with that does not have the Carolee. <laughs> <laughs> the Read with Carolee sign. They probably got it from Amazon or Walmart or BarnesandNoble.com, yeah. which I am grateful that, you know, they are selling my book. But um, it's definitely extra special coming from me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, how did the concept of pretty hair come up? Well, um, the concept of pretty hair actually came before everyone just like me. You know, I was kind of playing around with the idea. Mm-hmm. Of doing a children's book a couple years ago, <laughs> starting to float <laughs> you know, around. Yeah, even even before that, um, even before everyone just like me, but I didn't. I don't think I had the confidence mm-hmm. in myself, mm-hmm. and you know, I say with everyone just like me, it came out of necessity. Yeah, you know, it came. It became something that I didn't see on the market. And I knew that I wanted my son to have that message, and I said, okay. If I want my son to have that message, there's all the other children. Yes. They need to have that message as well. So that one definitely came out of necessity. And after I wrote Everyone Just Like Me, I went back to the idea mm. of pretty hair. And I would say it came from a little bit of my hair journey uh-huh. because I remember... When I was in elementary school, like my mother, she gave my sister a perm Mm -hmm. and I wanted a perm. I wanted my hair straight. I, you know, I was just like, okay, I need my hair straight. I need my hair silky. I'm like, they had this um, commercial uh, for PCJ No Lie Relaxer. And they had a song for that too. And you remember it. Yeah, yes, I do. PC jamming, PC jumping, PC J No Lie Relaxer. That was what was (laughs) would come on the commercial. And my mom told me that I would be able to get a perm when I was graduating sixth grade because my my school went up to sixth grade. Ooh, that year, I don't know how many times I sang that song. (laughs) (laughs) Like I'm counting down. Yep, getting my relaxer. Mm -hmm. And the the evening before my sixth grade graduation, that's when I got my hair relaxed and. 
that was kind of a blessing and a curse. Oh, no. Because <laughs> my hair was, it wasn't this light. It wasn't blonde, but it was like a dirty blonde or like a, you know, light brown, like yeah. really light brown. So when I started perming my hair, my hair started getting darker. Mm. And I was just like, okay, I want my hair color. <laughs> I want that light color. Yeah. Did you like it because it was different? Did it uh, yeah, feel like it, it was different it was from everyone else. To you. Yeah, it was yeah. unique for er- um, than anyone else. I was, I had the lightest hair mm-hmm. in my class, and you know, my mom loved it because I think her aunts like all mm-hmm. had that auburn hair, mm-hmm. um, color hair, and she felt that that came from her side. Yeah. So she liked it too, and I was just like, okay, all right, well. Of course, I've gone natural to perm to natural to perm, mm-hmm. <laughs> back to natural now, um, many a few times, mm-hmm. and now I'm just like, okay, I'm sticking with the natural. So Find what it works. was so yeah. It, so it started out, it was just going to be about you know a little African American girl. Mm-hmm. That needed to embrace her hair. And after I wrote Everyone Just Like Me, I I said, you know what? I got the inspiration to kind of, um, to make it more of, without giving too much away in the (laughs) book, kind of make it, making it a unifying thing so that we could kind of understand each other and again, embrace our differences. So the idea and inspiration from, Everyone just like me rolled over into pretty hair, which is really for every little girl to help them to embrace their hair, embrace their beauty and know that they don't have to want to be and try to be like everyone else else. because they're beautiful in their own right. Yeah. And I like that, too, because I'm just assuming because I have yet to read it. Uh But I would think that if it kind of helps people not only feel better about their own hair, But I would hope that if my daughter Uh or son is reading it, they have an understanding of how someone else feels about their hair, too. Yes. Because if it's not something they think about too much, Mm -hmm. or or if it is, either way, I just, I mean, that's what I appreciate about connecting with people and stories and Mm -hmm. things like that is it just lets you in on someone's world, you know? Um, Uh I always joke, like, I'm like, God knew what he was doing when he gave me my straight hair that needs no care at all because he (laughs) knows, like, because I have no, like, ability for it, you know? whether that's true or not, who knows? Because if I had higher hair needs, I would have learned probably, you <laughs> probably. know. But yeah, like, but when you realize, mm-hmm. when you talk to people and you realize how big a part of life hair is to yes. your identity and your feelings, like mm-hmm. it's like if you don't, if someone doesn't share that with you, then you don't understand it. Exactly. So. Yeah, and there, there's a point in the book, and even when I read it back, <laughs> I kind of get a little n- not too emotional, but yeah. I kind of read it with an attitude. Oh, mm. <laughs> you know, there's a part in the uh, in, in the book. Uh, well, the line is that you know, she even tried to touch it. <laughs> she oh. even tried to touch her hair, and I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> so if people try to touch your hair, oh yes, and that's a thing. Yeah, that, and that's yeah, a, that's that, that's mm-mm. definitely a thing in the yeah. African American community. I'm like, even with my sons, I tell yeah. them, I was like, don't touch a black girl's hair. Uh-uh. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> If she does not invite you to touch it, yeah. do not touch it. <laughs> That's one of those PSAs that sh- probably shouldn't need to exist, but does. I mean, it's kind of the similar with pregnant women, right? Uh-huh. Like, you know, don't, Ooh. don't touch, don't touch. No. 
Yeah. Like even with the pregnant woman thing, yeah. my sisters were mm-hmm. pregnant. I'm just like, nope, not touching it. <laughs> I had my sister like take my hand and, oh. yeah, and, and you're like, uh-uh. and I'm like, okay, all right. Well, that's okay yeah. if you're taking my hand and telling me yeah. to feel. But if you ask, ooh. I had someone ask to feel mine, a friend of mine, mm-hmm. um, after I was newly pregnant. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, and they were like starting to touch my stomach. And I was like, that's just fat. Like, <laughs> like. This isn't pregnancy belly yet. Like, why don't we wait until it's like uh-huh. bigger and you know, some like round? But yeah. when it's just like this, I'm like, you're basically just feeling like mm-hmm. normal. Like, there's some nice little, yeah, nice little padding there for you. Why do you think uh-huh. people feel like with the hair yeah. touching that that is okay? Well, it's I don't think it's that they think it's okay. Yeah, it's so much curiosity around mm. like with the different textures, mm. you know, and. Like, I've had to learn to embrace the texture of my hair. Yeah. But, you know, I think it's like a texture thing. Everyone wants to kind of touch and feel. Yeah. But do you think, like, you know, people make – I've heard people make comments, you know, Mm -hmm. about texture or style. And is that along the lines of, like, don't touch – is it maybe, like, etiquette rules? Um. Yeah, I I think there possibly does does need to be some etiquette rules around touching people's hair. Like, if you wouldn't want somebody to just come and, you know. Yeah. You shouldn't do it to yeah. somebody else. Yeah, it seems like common sense. Yeah. That's why I was asking. But then it's like, well, if it was that common sense, people mm-hmm. would not do it. Yeah. But I wonder, too, with commenting, you know, like so for bodies, for mm-hmm. example. I don't want anyone yeah. commenting, not only on mine, and now I have a daughter. Like, mm-hmm. don't be talking about, yeah. oh, look at her little belly. Like, uh-uh. Yeah. No. And does hair, you think, does that go in the same category? Would you put that in the same category? Because my, my daughter I, has red hair. Uh-huh. And my son, and now it's auburn and hers is dirty like a strawberry blonde, but we joked when we, when our daughter was born, we unknowingly got into the red hair club, Mm. which the red hair club, it's like a secret society. Mm -hmm. Um, Once you're in, then you suddenly, you you see people in the store, like Jeremy and I, there was a redhead in Mm -hmm. the cart and then a non-redhead dad pushing her. Uh And we like made eyes like you too. Like it was like solidarity. (laughs) Like I'm with you. We have the redhead kid because we get all the same questions. Where Uh did the red come from? And there's this whole list. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's if the parent has red, it's obvious. I don't know if they get as many questions, but if you don't have the red hair, I mean, it's like mm-hmm. this whole thing that until yeah. I went there. And so then people comment on the hair all the time. And I thought it was great because I think their hair is gorgeous mm-hmm. and I love it. But it wasn't until she came home from school one time. And then someone was And it was the whole her. it was the whole different thing. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. that like, oh, I don't well, Everyone else has brown and blonde hair, you know. Uh-huh. Yep. And I'm the only different one. It's then, you know, pull out my everybody just like me yeah. book. Oh, she's gonna love this book. <laughs> Pretty hair she's now. She's gonna love yes. this book oh, now. Oh, good. Yeah. See. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and I didn't expect that because we just talked so like, oh yeah, you're different. Yeah. That's awesome. You know, mm-hmm. we just from the beginning, and I just it kind of yeah, it did take me by surprise. I think when I thought, oh, what you're insecure and. But people yeah. talk about it, and it's like until that, I never thought, oh, I don't know. Like I said, we wouldn't talk about our bodies like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like sometimes hair, people are removed from it, but it's a part of you. So it still is a big yeah, identity so piece. I think, you know, there's there's the identity things about about all of us. Yeah. You know, even my son is left-handed. Mm. Everybody else is right-handed. Yes. You know, and I didn't have – well, I, I remember like – 
when I was growing up, they would try to make you yeah. write with your right hand. Yeah. Because everybody is supposed to be the same. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So um, my mom is left-handed. So I had to be having conversations with my mom like, okay, you know, how do I g- yeah. get him to cope with it? Because his teacher's... They weren't trying to force him to write him write with his mm-hmm. right hand, but like there were some things that he wouldn't get with the handwriting that they were trying. Mm. Like they were trying to teach all of the kids, but they were tra- teaching all of the kids mm-hmm. with the right hand standards. Mm-hmm. So I had to, you know, thankfully my mom was a teacher. Yeah, <laughs> and I had to um, get that from her. To be able to help him cope with that. I never would have even thought of that. You know, it's once again, until you Mm -hmm. have that experience or know someone, you just don't even. Exactly. Why would you think a different hand? Mm -hmm. We were just talking about Ehud, the left-handed judge. They just did that for his other podcast. Oh, okay. um, One of the guys in their group that talk about it is left-handed. And he said his dad showed him that like book from the Bible. Like, see, Mm -hmm. this guy's left-handed. And the only way this whole story works out is mm-hmm. because he's left-handed yeah so it's like the go left-hander story yes. mm-hmm. <laughs> absolutely so what yeah. what takeaway message would you say um i think you've already covered it with mm-hmm. with being different but kind of one overarching message of your books your youtube show and mm-hmm. just everything you're about you said it before your platform so reiterate that yeah, again so my platform is embracing difference and i am Actually, I'm hoping that there'll be another two books coming out with the same platform, Embracing Difference. And, you know, really, it is trying to teach everyone that our differences make us great. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not that everybody needs to assimilate to the same things. Mm -hmm. And especially, and, you know, this actually came out of the same timing around the political climate. Yeah. And we are seeing where people are being treated badly because of their differences. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, you know, okay, we were all made by one creator mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know we need to embrace our differences you know you go on vacation to go to experience different cultures yeah you know i i can't i can't really go to um the beach in virginia and experience the same things that i would the beach in hawaii yeah. or jamaica so everything that is different about us yeah. really makes us great and i think in teaching our children this message, it will help to deter bullying. Mm-hmm. It will help them to be kind. Mm-hmm. And instead of picking on someone because of what is different about them, say, oh, can I learn what about what is different about you so that I can understand yeah. it better? Mm-hmm. And that's that's really, you know, part of the lesson in Pretty Hair, mm. you know. Hey, I might like what's different about you, but am I exploring it in the right way? Oh, yeah. That's a good (laughs) one. Am I exploring it in the right way? Yes. That's great. So I was thinking about the books, and I love what you said earlier. I love what you said about being born from necessity. Yes. And I think that most great things come from that, right? Mm -hmm. And so I love the idea of 
like representation, right? Yeah, we need more. Rep- that's why we need more representation. Because if you uh, absolutely. So for me, being uh, I feel like a regular middle class white woman, that's I've been represented a mm-hmm. lot. So what made me kind of have the change was the plus size models being a curvier woman, mm-hmm. you know, and I think it took a while where it was like, oh, now that I see more, this is what they're talking about, because the standard of beauty isn't that I have to be a size two. Yes. And once or now a zero. What's yeah. That? Yeah. A negative zero. <laughs> Um, but I think that it's one of those things that for so long, it was like, oh, whatever. You know, I just didn't think about it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I know we can all be different, you know, like body size and things like that. And yes. we look different in different races and stuff. But I think in the last few years, just because there's a lot more popular plus size models, it started to click in my head of, oh, now that I see more plus size models, mm-hmm. I don't feel as different being on the curvier side. Yes. And I thought, holy moly, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if I feel that just about my body, I yeah. feel like I am not at a place to comment on it. But it's mm-hmm. like if I could have that little aha moment, I feel like, man, I want more and more mm-hmm. diversity, inclusion, things like that, because I want other people to feel seen. But then more importantly, I want my kids to see. Yeah. Um, I remember I'd asked you before, just when we were chatting about why didn't you have the difference be race in the first mm-hmm. book? And and you addressed it, I think, earlier with yeah. kind of just yeah, it, it was just too early. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it, I think we need to start having, you know, some of the baby steps. Mm-hmm. Like if you teach your children that okay, well, it's okay, you know, to have different hair, or mm-hmm. it's okay to like different types of mm-hmm. things. The race thing won't be such of a blow. Mm. But if you just start, okay, bam, mm. we're all different. We have all different skin color and, you know, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Like that may just feel like, okay, all right. That may give kids a complex. Yeah. Oh. In yeah. talking to somebody of a different race, mm. you know, so. Like they would get stuck too much on it, you think? Is yeah. That- it, yeah. I think it would, you know, get too much of. Like, that is the main difference Mm. that we all have. No, it's not Mm. the main difference that we all have. We have little differences. We all have little differences. We all have little quirks. And if you're teaching that we all have the differences, Mm -hmm. then race won't be a big one. Mm -hmm. Mm. Well, I appreciate you tackling it and, (laughs) you know... Having that necessity for your mm-hmm. personal life, because like you said, if, if you felt it, other people have felt it. Yes. And so thank you for helping not only your own family, but ours and, and lots of others as well kind of start tackling tackling those differences that we can mm-hmm. talk about. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. it. And I appreciate yeah. you coming coming back. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and bringing your new book. And um, so everybody just like me and the new one coming out in December is Pretty Hair. Yes. And, and where can people find you? Yes, uh, you can definitely find me uh, at readwithcarolee.com. And, and that's C-A-R-Y-L-E-E. Yes. Readwithcarolee.com. Uh, these books are, well, uh, Pretty Hair will be available on Amazon in December. Uh, you can pre-order it now. And like I said, um, you if you pre-order it, you will be able to get your book personalized. You know, I do still 
sign the books after that when they come from me. But um, I am making the personalization special. So if you want it inscribed to your child, I've even had um, a friend want it to be inscribed to his his future child i've had friends you know um had had it inscribed to their future grandchildren so you know this is definitely um a book to add to your collection and yeah it'll be um everywhere every uh, everyone just like me is in is on major online retailers, uh, walmart.com, barnesandnoble.com, amazon.com, and a couple um, other <laughs> .coms that I've seen out there. Uh, but if definitely if you want to get it signed by me, go to readwithcarolee.com slash books. That's awesome. Thank you so right. much. That's a wrap for now. Thanks for listening to Flushing It Out with Samantha Spittle. Music provided by TwinMusicom.org. Song titled Night at the Dance Hall. Sound editing by me, Jeremy Spittle. A special thanks to our studio sponsor, M&M Exteriors. Visit their website at mmexteriors.com for all of your roofing, siding, and gutter needs in the Northern Virginia area. Visit our website at flushingitout.com and be sure to subscribe. This has been a Spitfire production. That was the greatest thing I've ever heard.